Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Sprinting for home inside the 428-3 was the quarter down the back and Petion giving them something to chase. Just hopes in second spot. Defner's popped on her. She's momentarily on the helmet of the leader and uh, just getting a bit of respite. Petion under a drive now looming up just hope on the outside the favorite she's got to dig deep it's petty on in front trying hard just hope the outside petty on just hope fighting out the finish petty on in front just hope diving just missed petty on's been able to lead most of the way just Beat another just... horse trained by emma stewart of philly that's got any amount of talent chris barsby is with us good morning chris Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. We get to see her go around, of course, on the weekend in Victoria, but it's quite incredible. You'd hate to be a slow horse in that stable. You get a complex. Yeah, absolutely. Just on the horse that uh, we just heard in that replay get beaten behind Petty on Just Hope, Group 1 New South Wales Oaks winner. She trialled last night for the Jack family, ran second behind uh, a star pacer in Max Delight, 58.9 mile rate, last half a tick over 56. So... She's aiming towards the Victoria Roads. We spoke with Nathan Jack last week. Uh, he outlined that they're going to give her a number of trials in the lead-up for the Victoria Roads. So that shaping is a really good race as well. Still no news on the Kiwi at this stage. RD's Express, whether they're going to be making the trip across. So we'll continue to monitor the situation there. And as we outlined, copy that has arrived, along with his stablemate, Simply Sam and Argyle, they're here for the derby. Ray Green knows what's required to win a derby, whether it's here, there or anywhere. Uh, he's got great respect for Leap to Fame, but that trio have settled in well. It probably took a little bit out of the three-year-olds, both Simply Sam and Argyle, but copy that, has settled in well. Nathan Jack will be driving, copy that, during this Victorian campaign at this point. So a little bit of news coming through from uh, last night's trial session. And, of course, we've got a good free-for-all tonight. Jared Daffy's with us, and I'm sure he's keen to go through a few of these at Gloucester Park. Good morning, Kibad. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Uh, the money last week was lethal. Each and every Friday, you come on, you give us the market movers, but last week, it, it was next-level sort of stuff. You said Hampton and Batter. Never looked like getting beaten. You said there was good support for Northview Hustler. Straight to the line he went. There was a few others as well. So if, if they're not paying attention, listeners, uh, they're missing out because uh, it's just lethal information that gets provided each and every Friday. Yeah, they were a couple of standouts, weren't they? We only covered the one race at Albion Park, that free-for-all. And I think Northview Hustler had been 12 into 7. He was around about that when, when the race started. And the one that you mentioned from Friday night at Gloucester Park, I forget what it opened at, but it was a huge move. And, yeah, he got the chocolates as well. Well, we're going to start with Gloucester Park tonight because they've got feature racing. It's a great card over there tonight. The Group 2 Binshaw Paces Race 5, that's their main event. $50,000 up for grabs. And the favourite here in an open race is Mr. Fantastic. Drawn the inside of the second row. He's at 3.30. It's that combination of Prentice and Junior. Uh, so it runs favourite. Next in betting, Plutonium. The very much informed Plutonium $5. $6 about talks up a storm. Uh, we've got six fifty Magnificent. And then we're looking at nine fifty Suing You drawn the inside. So we need a lead here. It looks fairly open. Race 5, the Binshaw Pace. It appears that way, doesn't it? Now, when the markets went up on Wednesday night, there was a little bit of a push for takes uh, uh, talks up a storm, six fifty into five fifty, number three, and the four uh, rockable fourteen into nine fifty. But that money for those uh, that duo has subsequently dried up, and the serious stuff is around now. Mister Fantastic, 
uh, 3.30 out to 4.40, it's back into 3.30 now. So it's the one overnight and into this morning that they want to be on. So that's the one we stick on top here, number 10, Mr. Fantastic. Okay, race six tonight. This is the free-for-all. Laverageo, a dollar eighty-five. Diego, two forty. Jumping Jack Mac, five dollars. Double the figures, all others. So, where's the money going here? Well, all eyes are on these free-for-alls over there each and every week. And Laverageo opened at one fifty, out to one eighty-five. Diego, now, I can recall three or four weeks ago, Chris Diego was a huge move inwards, and it got the money on that occasion. Same again tonight. Four dollars. It was two ninety this time yesterday. It's now into two dollars forty. So it's not favourite, but for sheer money and uh, and definitely money or price movement, it's the one number one. Diego currently at two dollars forty. Okay, I think Matty Young was outlining on uh, Thursday morning. He's got a terrific record when he leads in races. I think he's won uh, eight races or he's unbeaten in eight races when he leads. Okay. So. That might be a good push there for Diego. So that's a Gloucester Park tonight, races five and six. Any other market movers at that meeting tonight? Jumping no, off that, the page like was, last uh, week? No, they were the two standouts there. Okay. Let's focus on Melton tonight. They've got a huge night of trotting action there, and there's several features. We'll start with race two. This is a group two feature for the four-year-old trotters. Clear favourite is Aldebaran Zeus, $1.30. Brent Lilly and Chris Alford. Next best, who's the man? $6.650. Kiang Zena there, the only three in the mix. Is it one-way traffic here with the Zeus? Pretty much. We had a, a key scratching here, Central Otago. The pole marker came out. That was uh, that constituted an 11-cent deduction. Old Baron Zeus was $1.50 before that. After that scratching, reopened $1.30. Hasn't moved. Uh, more importantly, they don't really want me on anything to beat it there, Chris. Okay. Uh, let's have a look now at race number three. This is the two-year-old Trotters Classic. Hard not to like this horse, the locomotive. He was a runaway winner in Sydney last time out, a son of La Cucaracha. He's at 2.30, runs the favourite. Next in betting, uh, Basilica at $4, 4.40 about Cognati. And then we're going out to double the figures. So the locomotive is the favourite. Brett okay, isn't he? She was a star, mm. uh, La Cucaracha. And he's the one that they want to be with uh, this morning. We actually hadn't done a lot here. There'd been a little bit of interest in Basilica, uh, which, as you mentioned, is $4, and also Cognati at around about that $5.440 mark. But this morning, a locomotive, two seventy earlier, now into $2.30. All right. Speaking of uh, rising stars, race five, Tornado Valley Trot, final the favourite here. He looks so good. Massive wrap on him. Chris Lang prepares. Olivici, he's $1.45 to take out this feature. All cashed up $8. $8.50, nephew of Sunoco. But it's all about Olivici going for five straight victories. It certainly is. 155 was 150 last night, now into 145 this morning. So that's a fairly sizable move at the shortish odds. If you're looking for something to throw in the quadrilla or the first fours, trifectas, etc., there's been a little bit of interest in Adele, number eight, 15 into 12. Uh, the money has dried up uh, since getting into $12. But you're right, it's, uh, it looks like a, a race dominated by Olivici there price-wise. Okay, race six tonight at Melton. This promises to be a real highlight. Group one feature, the Need for Speed Prince final. The favourite is Cravash Door, 2.30. Next in betting, Plymouth Chubb, 3.10. 4.40 Courage Stride, 4.60 for RC Phoenix. And then we're going out to double the figures. Late scratching here, number one, Iron Love. And the original scratching was for Kai Valley Paint. This is going to be a good raise. How are punters seeing it? 
Yeah, changed around a little bit, particularly price-wise with the scratching of Iron Love. That uh, that was a 14-cent deduction, that one. Favourite's been easy. Uh, crevash door, 210 out to 230. The one that they do want to be on, or they were... Uh, early on was RC Phoenix number five. It was nine fifty. Got into five into four eighty in this morning. Four dollars sixty after that. After that scratching came out. Courage Stride's been around about that four forty mark. As has Plymouth Chubb at three ten. So it's fourth in line price wise, but quite clearly it's the market mover there. RC Phoenix. Okay. Race seven. This is the Need for Speed Princess Final Group One feature. The favourite is a Mandine at two dollars eighty. We've got three sixty about Aldebaran Vera, uh, four sixty four Agret, and four eighty for Cormayer. So the favourite here is number four, Nathan Jack, Anton Galino combining. Tough love came out. That was a five cent deduction. What about this for a price move? Aldebaran Vera, the pole marker, opened at nineteen. It got into eight. Then it was five. Uh, Earlier this morning, three ninety. It's now three sixty. So it, it's more than a, or it's less than a quarter of what it opened at. Um, Amanda Mine, Amanda, 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 sorry. It's two dollars eighty. It's shortened up as well, but nowhere near uh, what the pole marker has. So Older Baron Vera, nineteen into three sixty. Okay, that's a strong move there. Uh, and race eight tonight, the George Gap, Group 3 feature for the open class horses. Tough Monarch is a scratching. Clear favourite, the reigning Inter-Dominion champ, Maori Law. He's $1.45. Next best is Sundon's Courage at five fifty. So pretty sure Ben Maori Law. He has? He has. He opened at one seventy. was one fifty five for most of yesterday, into one forty five this morning. Okay, that's Melton tonight. They're also racing tomorrow night as well. We've got several star paces stepping out tomorrow night. We'll go straight to the free-for-all, which is race seven, the uh, Minuteman free-for-all. And this is a good race. Uh, early scratching here, rock and roll do. So I'm sure this is going to have an impact on the market. Honolulu Bay, 220. Lock and Vara, 350. Supreme Dominator, $5. Torrid Saint, at $7. So they're the major players, but that uh, early late scratching, or the early scratching, is an important one in rock and roll do. It, it is, because it had, well, it was a $5 pop. It opened at three thirty and got out to 5 but a $0.14 cent deduction. So, you know, some of these, well, they have to shorten anyway when you have a scratching like that. But um, the early interest had been in Torrid Saint, 19 into 8 It's now $7. Lock and Var Art, well, he's four fifty into three fifty. Most of that price change, Chris, was due to the, the, the other one coming out, but it wouldn't surprise too many that he's the money horse there, given his profile. And the current fave, Honolulu uh, Bay, was 240 prior to the scratching. The altered price was into 220 But in summing up, the money is clearly with Lock and Varat, although realistically the price move is not that significant with that 14-cent deduction out. Ahead of Honolulu Bay and Torrid Saint looks like it's given some hope at all. The one they don't really want to be on at the moment is Supreme Dominator, currently at $5. Okay. The open class race at Albion Park starts the card tomorrow night. It's race one. The favourite here is Black Sedan. He's at 210, drawn the outside of the second row over the mile. Uh, next in betting, Big Wheels, his stable mate, his younger full brother. He's 330, and Tommy Lincoln at 390. So they're the the only three in single figures here, and there's not a great deal between them, but Black Sedans, the current track record holder, he runs the favourite 210. Well, they certainly haven't missed it. It opened at 3.20, Black Sedans. That was Wednesday afternoon. 
Uh, he was into $2.30 yesterday morning. I thought, well, that'll be interesting. It might well have dried up by then, but no. Uh, another wave of money. Now we're to $2.10. Uh, the stable mate Big Wheels has been 260 out to 330. Tommy Lincoln 320 out to 390. So as you can see there, uh, by those uh, price moves for the three that had the betting, all one-way traffic with number 10 Blacks a dance. Okay, so a good push there. Build a multi for the weekend, Jared. What are we looking at? Well, I'll tell you what we've got. We've got four uh, tonight Hello. at Gloucester Park. Race six, number one Diego, currently 240. Tonight at Melton, race five, number six, Olivici, currently $1.45. We're going to put that one in race seven, number one, Aldebaran Vera, although it opened at $19. They keep coming. It's $3.60, so it goes in, and we'll finish things off with Black Sedance uh, tomorrow night, Albion Park, race one, number 10, at $2.10. Okay, Steve, just give us an extra leg. Oh, just suck in the tramway for me, 7-1, Chris, one seventy-five now. Okay. That's it, Randwick tomorrow, race seven, number one, Zaki. Okay, so Diego tonight, race six, number one, Gloucester Park. Tonight at Melton, race five, number six, Olivici. Race seven, number one, Aldebaran Vera. That's tonight at Melton, those two horses. Uh, tomorrow night at Albion Park, race one, number 10, Blacks a Dance. And tomorrow at uh, Rose Hill at seven, one, Zaki. That's our multi for the weekend. So looking at a nice little return there with five legs. So... A lot to look forward to over the uh, the next couple of days. Jared, as always, really appreciate the time, and we'll chat again next week. Thank you, Chris. From Tab, joining us as he does each and every Friday, giving us uh, the all-important market movers, and it's been on point the last couple of weeks, no question about that. So you can check out all those prices by going to the website, tab.com.au, all under the harness racing folder there. There's plenty to look at as far as the prices are concerned. Albion Park is racing tonight, as we just uh, heard there with that free-for-all starting the card tomorrow night. Eight races. We get underway at 5.44 each and every Friday morning from Albion Park Communications. Membership Manager Kate Budd joins us, and she's online now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, what are we looking forward to tomorrow night at Albion Park? What have you found as far as a good bet is concerned? I've actually got my best bet in the last race. So it's race eight, number one, Platinum Revolution. So finally comes up with the ideal draw, and I think that Trent Dawson will take full advantage of that draw. Okay, so you're making us wait. Race eight, number one. Yes, I actually have another best bet in race one, but I'll keep that um, under wraps until um, it comes out tomorrow on our social media. Okay, so there are more tips coming out on the social pages tomorrow. Yeah, correct. The Creek Albion on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All right. I mentioned this last week. I want to mention it again. Uh, only, what, two weeks tomorrow, uh, Saturday, 17th of September. Big race night coming up in aid of a very good cause as well. Just tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's um, very exciting. The Embracing Pacing um, female committee are organising a pink ribbon fundraising event in the Winning Post marquee. So that's fantastic. Tickets are available for that on our website. And um, yeah, it's a tri-code initiative, so it'll be a really good week. Okay, well, we look forward to that and people can just find out more informa uh, information by going to the club's website. Kate, as always, appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Great. See you then. Thanks, Chris. There's Kate Bunt from Albion Park joining us. Ryan Spice is about to join us now to steer us into a couple of good things for the weekend's actions. And it'll be interesting to see where he's starting to focus on. Will it be Albion Park? Will it be Menangle? Or will it be Melton? Melton with a plethora of races tonight and tomorrow. He's online with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. 
Uh, where where do we want to focus? Let's start with the free-for-all tomorrow night. I want to get your thoughts on that race. Uh, Jerry just outlined that uh, um, Black Sedans has been very well tried. How does this race set up for you? This certainly looks like a bit more of a skinnier free-for-all than what we've seen in recent times with, I think, just two clear winning chances in the form of Tommy Lincoln and Black Sedans. I'm happy to risk big wheels from a barrier seven draw and heading into this grade for the first time. I think the race can be won or lost for Tommy Lincoln inside the first 200 metres. If Big Wheels was to cross him, then his task is that much harder. Uh, I think Black Sedance gets around them and gets to the breeze by the bell. So if Tommy's in front and Black Sedance is in the breeze, I think they'll fight out the finish. And from that perspective, they're really hard to split. Okay, so a little between those two horses there, uh, Tommy Lincoln and Black Sedance. So that's the free-for-all at Albion Park tomorrow night. Can I get your thoughts on the free-for-all tomorrow night in Sydney, the uh, the Kevin Newman free-for-all? Uh, this uh, race over the uh, the mile, and the early tab favourite here is Alder Orlando, the speedster. He's at $2.25. Chris, if we have a look at the history of these free-for-alls in the last month, we've been seeing Alter Orlando very keen to lead and hold the lead. And this has been producing some really um, strange results, some really long price winners. We saw where you've been bopping win at nearly $30.00. And then a couple of weeks back. And then last week we saw Pitch Perfect a thirty odd dollars and in the fixed odd cycle it was a hundred to one at one point. So with Ultra Orlando drawing barrier one, I can see them showing similar tactics again in wanting to hold the front. So I would suggest playing some of the long shot runners that are gonna race handy to the speed in the form of Luran Creek and even Pitch Perfect again. Okay, so a bit of value there. Lurham Creek and Pitch Perfect. And I know Steve's keen to uh, pick your brain on this free-for-all tomorrow night uh, down in Melbourne, the Minuteman free-for-all. It probably robbed of some interest with the early scratching of rock and roll doing. It's a key scratching as well. Honolulu Bay, 220, two for two this prep. Lock and Varat, second up, 350. $5 Supreme Dominator, $7 Torrid Saint. How does this race play out? Lost him. Now we're getting back online. How do you think it'll play out? Well, I'm not entirely sure, Steve. That, that's a really important scratching there of rock and roll do. It's unfortunate because it really robs the race of some interest. And given the fact that he had that barrier draw edge, he was uh, always going to be uh, up close and handed the speed and have that little advantage over both Lock and Varad and Honolulu Bay. So it really takes a lot out of that race. So oh, I'm probably leaning towards Honolulu Bay. How long does Mark Pitt sit for with that draw? I'm sure he'll want to get in front of Locke and Varad as quickly as possible. Locke and Varad drawn the inside of the second row. So he's just going to need that little bit of luck. So it all points towards Honolulu Bay, given that he's got a better draw in comparison to Locke and Varad and the fact now that Rock and Roll Do is out. Ryan's with us again. Your thoughts? Uh, the free-for-all in Melton. Yeah, what an absolutely cracking race the Minuteman free-for-all is. Chris, I think there's five clear winning hopes in the form of Tango Tara, Supreme Dominator, Torrid Saint, Lock and Barat, and Honolulu Bay. I think Honolulu Bay and Lock and Barat are short enough for their back row draws. I can't be backing them at this price at this time of the cycle. I thought the value in the race probably is Tango Tara, who's currently $12.260 the place. She's got the best draw of out of the five. I think Kate Gath will get him forward. Race on pace. Uh, I think one by four can be a play from a betting point of view. Um... Who's in front of the bell? I think uh, that's the intriguing question. Mm, yeah, it promises to be a good race. There's no question about it. So Tango Tara, 
one by four bases, $12.260 with tab right now. So they're the free-for-alls right along the East Coast tomorrow night. Where do we find your best bet? Chris, I found a trotter in Sydney as my best in the last race number eight. It is a newcomer to the Jared Elchin stable in the form of Regal Attire. This horse has been racing against the best over in New Zealand. Uh, it looks like it's been purchased by uh, the Boots Camp and had one trial here in Sydney, sat on the back of Garland Green and was just clicked up the last 200 and breezed straight on by. He's got an excellent mobile record and an excellent overall record in the form of seven wins from 25 attempts. Currently 270 with Tab. I'm really keen. Regal Attire can go very close. Okay, so 270, as you mentioned there, Regal Attire. First up, former member of the All-Stars stable over in New Zealand. So that's race eight, number 10, your best bet. Is there anything else across the weekend that you like? Chris, I think we're blessed this weekend from the point of view. We've got good racing across all three venues on Saturday night. Um, I thought my little sneaky one tonight, I thought Slick Sophie gets her chance to lead all the way in one of the early races at Albion Park. Okay, Slick Sophie tonight. Uh, what's that? Race three, uh, race two, number two, Slick Sophie. So she can jump on the uh, the bunny and prove hard to catch there. Race two, number two, Slick Sophie. Ryan, as always, appreciate the time this morning. Best of luck across the weekend. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So uh, plenty of thoughts there with those free-for-alls right along the East Coast tomorrow night. Let's focus on Albion Park tomorrow night. Darren Clayton joins us as he does each and every Friday. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Morning, listeners. How are you today? Really well. Uh, let's talk about this free-for-all tomorrow night here at Albion Park. Black Sedans, he's been heavily tried, according to Jared Daffy, so he's set to run favourite. But it's not easy. Uh, gate 10 over the mile at Albion Park, and there's some speedsters off the front row. How does this race play out for you? Yeah, it certainly won't be easy, but uh, that said, Chris, I, I think he does have a a really distinct advantage in this race tomorrow night. He comes into it off that um, Q-bred only race where he only had the three opponents and he did it easy and only had to sprint up the stretch effectively uh, out in front, 26-8 home, but he did that really well. The start prior, he was, he was a tragedy beaten. He just sort of um, nearly went off stride or he did sort of put in a, a few, few messy ones, but um, still only beaten pretty close up um, his form through the car was really good I, like I say I, th I think he's got a distinct advantage and um, whether Pete McMullen opts to make a mid-race move and get up and attack or even just wait for sort of one closing sprint I think there'll be enough tempo in the run there um, Tommy Lincoln gate five just if he's able to pinch a quarter in front he'll if he's able to get to the front which I thought he could I thought he could find the pegs first uh, if he can pinch one there, he'll certainly be hard to catch. But a um, little bit of concern that he, he hasn't started for so long. And it's just, it's so hard um, in any grade at the moment to come back fresh. But uh, let alone in free-for-all company and be ready to fire first up. And, and while he has had a good trial, you wouldn't say he's rock-hard fit just yet. But um, he certainly gets his chance. Big Wheels is the other one. He's the four-year-old triad winner last time out. Um Admittedly, it's a big step up from what he met in that race to what he has to clash with here um, and not helped by the fact he's got gate seven. So um, those are probably the, the main three that I thought were, were a chance. Mr Freeze, um, sort of, he 
sort of drifts between Veterans Company and this grade. He's going well. He'll need the right trip though to make a make an impression. I thought, but um, yeah, like I say, I, I just really think Blacks of Dance has a, a distinct class advantage in this time around, and these free for alls. Well, we've had some sort of genuine free-for-alls. This is one that we see as a um, sort of a, a conditioned free-for-all. So there's um, the best nominations of horses for the night have, have been grouped together for this race. And to be fair, I, th I think a few of them are, are probably just the level below where Black Dance is. Okay, so 210 currently. Are you comfortable with those odds or is that rock bottom for you? No, I actually think you'll get into red figures, Chris, and I'll be happy to... Anything in black figures is a bonus, and the, the 320 opening was certainly a, a very nice price. All right. Uh, this week on Weekend Winners, which you can see on the harness.org website, I spoke with uh, Angus Garrard and Shane Graham, Racing Queensland selected those two drivers. The thoughts of Angus Garrard about Tommy Lincoln were interesting. He's keen on this horse, but just when I pushed him about tactics and, you know, does he expect him to lead? It was interesting, his his response. So it's well worth checking out. That's online as we speak. So that's the free-for-all tomorrow night. Uh, what else takes your fancy tomorrow night at Albion Park? What is your best bet? Yeah, well, I thought... Um Last week, there might have been a few people that thought Major Jared was a little bit disappointing. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be on him to bounce back here tonight, oh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, in race three. I think back to the mile will be in his favour, and he follows out a really quick beginner in There's a Chance. That should pop him in a, in a perfect spot. Last week, he just got too far back. He was at the back of the pack, and, um, yeah, it sort of just didn't work out at all for... Um, for uh, Major Jared, I think he gets a better trip this time around. And this isn't one of the stronger qualifiers going around in recent times. It's certainly um, got quite a few horses that are trying to recapture a bit of form. And uh, I thought he gets his opportunity there. Race three, number nine, Major Jared. Um, he's my best bet of the night. Well, that's interesting because I've lodged my best bet for tomorrow night. We're clashing here. I've found one of that race that I'm really keen on. And it's not Major Jared. It's not Major Jared. Well, there we go. There's uh, opinions are great things, and um, you know, it, there's uh, there's ten horses in that race, and you know, the bit of a um, claims could be made for quite another. Mighty George, he was he was uh, I was taken by his run. I actually black booked him from his effort at Redcliffe last time out. He gets no favours out there in Gate Six, and I thought Parama was pretty good last time as well. And you got Two Peak of Glory probably gets a nice trip behind. There's a chance I thought, but. Yeah, Major Jared for me. So we'll clash tomorrow night and, and see how we both fare. OK. Uh, I've got to ask about the trot tomorrow night, race seven. Just the five runners, stand-start condition. Last week, mobile start a mile, and King of the North cut out a big time in front. Looked pretty comfortable going to the line. He's off the front. Sir Fahrenheit, the reigning Queensland trotter of the year, has to give him 35 metres start, but we step up to 2,647 metres. Can he turn the tables this week? Uh, yeah, well, I've been really disappointed by Sir Fahrenheit. I, I just, I'm not sure what, what's really going on there with him. Like, I know he's got handicaps to overcome now, but I thought last week he, he got his opportunity at the Mobile 2100. Um, sorry, the week before at the Mobile 2100, and um, he moved around and sat parked and... Um, he was he was gone a long way from home in that race. He ended up trailing the field home, beaten 27 metres behind Van Sank. 
it was pretty that was a a really well rated race on that occasion by adam sanderson um you won't see a, a better um even running drive 29 7 29 6 29 8 29 7 um and then last week at the mobile sir fahrenheit again i thought he probably got his opportunity and they went back that time from gate six and um, yeah, I don't think he really made any ground. I listened to your uh, talk with Angus on uh, Wednesday, I think it was, on mobile rolling, and um, yeah, I don't think the picture was made any clearer for me by what Angus said. Um, he's been a very good horse and that trotter of the year, but um, I'm against him there. I'm actually coming up with one uh, in the shape of Kingdom Come in that race, Chris. Um, Four times he's won at Albion Park. Four times it's at the trip they go over tomorrow night. And in all four of those, he's been positioned on the pegs, which is the perfect trip he'll get there tomorrow. And um, I just thought he's just working into it nicely. Won a trial since his last start second. Didn't have to do much in that trial and the time wasn't great. But his last quarter was good. Small field suits. I think he gets the back of uh, King of the North, or even if he ends up three pegs, if G up Nettie gets waved on by, well, um, I still think that he's close enough to strike there. So um, coming up with one that I thought might just be a little bit of price, just with King of the North, G up Nettie and Sir Fahrenheit all in that race, uh, I'm, I'm on Kingdom Come. All right, so number one for you there in race number seven. Quaddy legs are the last four races tomorrow night, just with eight on the card. So races five, six, seven and eight, throw some quaddy numbers my way. Yeah, so in that first leg, um, I've got the Grogfather on top, number three. I thought he could get the front uh, over good as it gets. That'll be the, the all-important thing, and I, I guess that'll be the test for the Grogfather. I thought Swayze was, was good last time out, and he should get a... Uh, if the Grogfather has a shot and doesn't get there, well, he's going to be in the 1-1 and get a perfect trip there. Um, throw in number one, good as it gets as well, um, just off that gate, even though probably been a little bit disappointed by him in recent starts so we'll go one two three in that opening leg the second leg race number six um i thought there was a chance of two here i thought maywin troubadour gets his chance out in front um i was really keen on him on q stars night gate seven uh sorry gate ten but uh Sweet Lombo was able to get the, the better of him there. The start prior, he was only five metres behind the high commander who's undefeated since crossing the Tasman. The main danger and only danger, I thought, number seven, future assured, uh, where he gets to from gate seven, just be um, all important with, I thought, Maywin Troubadour in front. So four and seven in that third leg. Um, I've mentioned Kingdom Karma and, and keen on his chances. Throw in numbers three and four, even though it's only the five-horse field, um, just purely off the map and the speed. Sometimes those small races can become too tactical and the speed a um, little bit too slow and, and can affect some of them. So we'll go one, three, four. And in the final leg, uh, I've got number eight, Lucky Nutter, on top. Um, I thought she should get the perfect trip in behind the speed here. I thought the leader was number one, Platinum Revolution. Interesting with Platinum Revolution, um, just hasn't got a gate. She's been no closer than gate five in her nine starts since she joined the Trent Dawson stable. So gate one, Trent on, aggressive driver. You'd expect her to be trying to take every advantage of that uh, gate, which I thought give Lucky Nutter every chance to uh, take the closing shot. So... One or eight, eight or one, I think, is the way in that final race. Okay, so just repeating the quaddy numbers, the main quaddy legs tomorrow night, races five through eight. 
First leg, one, two, three. Second leg, four and seven. Then one, three, four. And we bring it home with one and eight. So uh, what are we looking at? $36 for 100% of the dividend. Yeah, yeah, nice and easy. And hopefully a little bit of value jumps in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. The dashboard, is that up and available via the RQ website? Yeah, it certainly is. It's got that best bet there, Major Jared. Um, maybe we need to introduce a, a new uh, option there, Chris, the, the main head-to-head play where, where you and I go head-to-head. Um, <laughs> we've got Black, bit of a write-up there, Black Dance, like I've mentioned him, and also Kingdom Come. Um, Exotic, I thought, came up in that uh, last race. I thought that looked a really good race where I said one or eight, eight or one, and that's a good way to play the, the trifecta in that race, I thought. Um and drive it all follow tomorrow night. I thought Narissa McMullen had a nice few chances there. I've got a winning with Major Jared. I've got a winning with Kingdom Come. And then she's got some others. She's got, uh, she picks up the drive on Aphorism for Chris Frisby in the first. On No Doubt for Shane Graham in the second. Um, she drives the informed Jumping Jack Jimmy in race four. As is one last roll in race six. The Mark Reed, both for Mark Rees. Those two runners and his stable really firing at the moment. All right, so there's plenty to look at, and you can find that via the Racing Queensland website, the Darren Clayton dashboard, pointing towards all things Ellaby and Park tomorrow night. Eight race program, our Metro card, and we start at 5.44. Darren, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, plenty to look forward to, Chris. We've got uh, that Saturday night and then out to Marburg on Sunday. Yeah, nine races on Sunday, and we start 11.55 there at Marburg on Sunday, and there's a couple of heats for the uh, Marburg to Albion Park series, so that uh, that final should be a good one. They're always good series, the Marburg to Albion Park series, so there's three heats. They're the last three races coming through on Sunday, but repeating, we start at 11.55 on Sunday. Darren, we'll talk next week. Looking forward to it, Chris. Thank you.